you grew up in a family where you were always poor. Now when you're older, you don't know that subconsciously you are afraid of money. Mm. So you don't think that you can obtain money because you subconsciously already have it. Like when you were growing up, mom was broke. Like money was always a bad thing when I was growing up. So I'm scared to get money or I can't keep it. Oh my God. It's a really good book. Welcome, this is the Simply King Podcast, and this is your boy Rodney Perry King himself, and you have just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans, simply being humans. And as I always say, today is a special one. I am here in Atlanta, Georgia, and it's a nice, crisp 63 degrees. And it's lit right now, like literally, the sun is shining, and I have a beautiful person with me. Shout it out as a simply being shout out before on one of my episodes because I feel like she just embodies so many great things. It's just a great human. Someone that I've mentioned before who started something that I feel like a lot of people should follow and start on their own is a daily motivation like group chat. Oh, everybody got group chats, but what is your group chat doing? Is it helping anybody? Are you getting anything from it? Are you getting fed? You getting some food for thought? Are you just, are you really building with people on this thing? Or are you just talking about, you know, how, you know, Kanye and Kim just named their baby Chicago. <laughs> what are you doing? So I have Taylor Crenshaw here with me today, an alum of Clark Atlanta University, someone who is within the PR field as of now, but a woman who's just always been a woman of her own. I ain't never seen a not be. How you feeling, Taylor? I'm good. You Thank feeling you good? for you feeling good? having me. I'm so excited. I've been telling Rodney, I've been trying to get on this show for the longest, so it's a pleasure to finally be here on a beautiful day like you Yes, said. yes. Especially when we can do this in person. I always love I the ones I can do in person because I feel like I'm away from all my peoples. So it's beautiful when I am in town. I'm going to try to, you know, get what I can. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad we're here. And if you still can't, you still don't really understand what we're going to talk about today, I definitely want to, you know, bring it in and make it make sense. We're sitting outside. We're in this real beautiful space, so it's gonna be a vibe right now. But it's something that came to me, something that I was, you know, thinking about a lot, something that I feel like I feel like I think about constantly when it just comes to the types of choices that I make. And so, and one day after putting out an episode, can't remember what, I was still in Dallas, Taylor calls me and we kind of chop it up. And coincidentally, she calls me that week that I feature as this simply being shout out, so it was just divine. And I tell her like, this is what's been on my mind and I feel like I could have this conversation with you, you know? And there's this word that kind of describes what my thought process was and this word is inhibitions. And I want to, you know, I want to go ahead and give you a nice, you know, a cool definition that I'm, I find very interesting. You can take what you, what you want from it. But the definition that I found, just according to, you know, young Google and Webster now, is a feeling that makes one self-conscious and unable to act in a relaxed and natural way. A violent or the psycho, you know, psychology definition is a voluntary or involuntary restraint on the direct expression of an instinct or the action of inhibiting, restricting or hindering a process. Synonyms are hindrance, hampering, discouragement, obstruction, impediment. Suppression, repression, restriction, restraint, constraint, cramping, stifling, prevention. 
I think all of those things are very interesting. And I think those are things we too often do with so many aspects of our lives. But tell me, when you when I brought that to you, what did you think? What did you feel? Me personally, when you brought it to me, I'm like, this is the perfect topic because it's something that our generation is dealing with on a daily basis. And I'm not even going to be sugarcoating this. It's what black people are dealing with on a daily basis. So when you brought it to me, I ultimately, like I told you earlier, I just... I'm like, let me ask some other people because I know I cannot be the only person feeling like this. And the fact that I'm about to meet with Rodney and do this podcast, let me ask some friends in my group message. You know, what are your thoughts on this one word? And literally, Rodney, it's what I got from it. It's a barrier and it's an excuse. And we give our energy to this word and give it too much power. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it keeps us back from really living our lives like we really should. Mm. I agree. I agree. I agree. So. The first question that I have, and something that I ask myself on when it comes to the choices I make is, I think we have rules that we follow that we create for ourselves. Some are, you know, just our simple, just morality, just way we kind of operate when it comes to right and wrong. This is certain things I'm gonna do, certain things I'm not gonna do. This is cool, this is not, this is, I wasn't raised to do certain things like this. I want to know, like, why do you think we create these rules for ourselves to follow? That we, that we, not only to follow. First, yes, let's break it up. Why do you think we create these rules for ourselves? You hit it on the head. It stems from how we were raised. So we follow rules that essentially we were brought, like, up brought, you know, following. So mm -hmm. we get to college or we get into our own lives in adulthood, and we're still following rules there aren't even our rules for ourselves. So I think that comes from us not knowing who we truly are. A lot of people like to pretend like, oh, I know who I am, I know what I'm about. But in reality, you don't, because if you knew who you were, you wouldn't be following by these made up rules that you are following from a childhood or that you already have in your mind. You know, you would just go down your own path, you would do what you want, and that's just what it is. You know, we don't know who we are yet. I agree, I agree. And one big thing for me, I think, is uh you know society puts a lot on us and i think for each you know for each specific demographic and every i think you know the whole i guess just subtopic or sub subject of you know of feminism when it comes to intersectionality i think is a really interesting thing to think about when you're talking about inhibitions yep. because because if you are spliced up and have these different intersections in your life, if you, you know if you're a woman, but you're a black woman and you're gay and you, you know, and you come from a certain background and you know income-wise and your parents really aren't educated, you may not be that educated. It automatically put, puts you in this place where it makes sense for you to have all these different, you know. Well, I, I can do these things, but I can't do this. Yep, that's self-conscious. I can do these things, but I can't do that. Mm -hmm. And also, that's why we are so amazed by the people who don't allow those quote-unquote, you know, adversities to hold them back. Because it's almost like people expect, if you have these things to hold you back, if you don't make it, mm -hmm. you that's fine. Mm -hmm. You were you are a black man living in Chicago. That is what it is. If you don't get that far in life, you didn't die. You know what I'm saying? That's really how I feel like how a lot of us think because we, too often we don't find too many people pushing each other outside of our yeah. comfort zones and out and actually acknowledging our inhibitions. Like, why are you so afraid to do this? Do why it. are you always the one who's stopping yourself from doing this one thing? It's you who, you're, you're in the way. Mm -hmm. It's you who is stopping all of these things that are happening. Mm -hmm. 
So I want to know, like, I think there are certain rules that we create for ourselves. Yeah. That Definitely. almost battle with the people that we become. Like, it literally contradicts who we are growing to be sometimes. Yeah, because you're hindering yourself with these, you know, inhibitions. And you're giving too much energy to something that doesn't deserve it, you know? So my next question would be to you is, why do you think we create these rules for ourselves that we've that sometimes we can't even follow it's you know a, a great example would be uh for instance we're sitting here saying you know let's save you know save sex for certain times or whatever whatever mm-hmm. but you feel that yeah. that's what you want to do it's an urge it's a feeling it's all those different things tell me why you think we do those things not specifically for that but just in general why it's you think we create rules that we can't follow can't follow and honestly, like I was telling you, reading um, You Are a Badass right now, it's just the self-conscious mind that the author was speaking about. Like, you're so stuck in your childhood and your upbringing about what things used to be. Like, you know, your parents told you, like, don't spend this amount of money. We don't have enough. Save your money. You know, money is bad. So if you were raised all your life to be told that, you know, money was your enemy, basically, you're going to be 24 years old living your own life and you're like still have that self-conscious thought in your head, you know, mm-hmm. so you can't you're living by your own rules. But who said money was bad? Who said that you can go out there and be a millionaire? But you're so busy stuck in this norm or society's way of how you were raised that you're still trying to shit this 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 getting to me Rodney it's getting to me that's good that's good because it's just I like to. we're we're just making our we're creating our own barriers for yeah. ourselves yeah. we're not allowing ourselves to grow and we're using this you know inhibitions to really halt us yes yes my episode my first episode of the year was about you know betting on you and one, like big, one. one big reason why I said that was because I feel like for so so often we are put into situations where we have to now make a decision mm-hmm. and we know this is what we want this is definitely something that you want to you know experience in your mm-hmm. life you want to go take this trip you want to go buy this thing yep. you want to you know have this experience but you say to yourself well, maybe it ain't wise maybe, maybe I should smart. save maybe I should <laughs> save maybe I shouldn't do this maybe I shouldn't do that and it's kind of like why do you how, how do you how you, so you're now about to withhold yourself from this experience or withhold yourself from some type of thing that you obviously want and can't have it's not like you can't have it this thing is right in front of your face to take but you stop yourself and you say to yourself nah it's cool I can just do something else and not have this thing that I know I want and and then sometimes might not even the the, I guess the consequences are not even that dire it's kind of like, okay, yes, you've bought this thing, but you know what you're going to do now? Just work. Yeah. Work more. Work get more money. Get some extra hours in. Get some, get some extra hours in. Get what you need. It is what it is. So, I think, you know, so so often because of this, you know, this thing is that we create this, you know, interest and self-control that we have. And we're just because, you know. The universe works in you know pretty cool ways mm-hmm. we're always giving these tests yep. and like tell me have you ever been in a situation where you feel like you've had the self-control in a moment where you can be free it's like somebody presented this thing that you secretly may have always thought to do mm-hmm. always wanted to do always wanted to experience this can be with whatever you feel like it can be mm-hmm. but do you know do you do you think you have you can think of a situation where you've been in that place Honestly, right now, Rodney, and 
I can't say right now I'm still in it, but I just got over it. It was this dream job, Rodney, mm-hmm. that I'm not gonna say the company, but <laughs> don't say that. it's don't a say dream. That. It's a dream job, and so I got it. Mm. And so I'm sitting here, Rodney, thinking of everything horrible to say to myself, like, oh, during the background check, like I may not get it because they may see that I have points off on my license or I got a parking ticket. You know, just finding any and everything to not let myself enjoy this moment Mm. you know so I was going through that and just battling with myself and just like my inhibitions were getting in the way like Taylor this is something that you need to enjoy you need to be thankful for like why are you thinking so negatively or you're being fearful of an opportunity Mm. that you prayed for like I prayed for this and it's one of the best companies in Atlanta in the world like worldwide and I'm just like wow do I really deserve this so that right there was a wake-up call for me like I can't let inhibitions like run my life you know mm. so what I really had to do in all honesty I had to pick up that damn book yeah. you are a badass and then I had to pray I had to talk to God because yeah. I was talking to everybody else family my grandmother like you can talk to how many other people you want your best friend your cousin whoever but all in all you have to talk to yourself you have to be your own counselor you have mm. to be your own life coach and you have to get yourself through situations because nobody else is going to get you through them mm. but you and God have you ever heard of uh, imposter syndrome mm-hmm Imposter syndrome is something that Maya Angelou even spoke about her suffering from. Mm-hmm. And imposter syndrome is where you are, usually it's always a person who's heralded as being great and good at this thing. Mm-hmm. And then you get these opportunities and you keep getting like all these awards and all these different things. And everyone believes that you are the greatest to ever do this thing. And yet you don't believe it. And like you sitting there kind of questioning yourself like, I don't know, like, I'm scared. <laughs> I don't like I like that last album I put out. I I was drunk. <laughs> I was not like y'all thought that shit was a classic. <laughs> y'all thought that shit was about such and such. Nah, I was mm-hmm. I was just pulling shit out of my ass and y'all felt it. Yeah. But it was like y'all really vibing off my shit mm-hmm. and like it's hard for me to even believe and trust in myself sometimes. But a lot of that has to do with. Inhibitions. Yeah, and you're supposed to be free in those type of moments. You, you do. shouldn't have to be bounded or, you know, scared because of fear. But when those when those when those situations present themselves to you where you can now try something new, take a risk, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, you need to do that. Yeah. You have to do that thing. But you know that comes from again your self conscious. Like I know in my situation, I'm so fearful and I can't be free in that moment because it's like I'm looking at my past like oh. My mom got a great job, but she's been there for 20 years and hated. Will I be like that? Like, you're just comparing your situation to everything around you, Mm -hmm. your upbringing, what your other friends are going through that you can't sincerely enjoy the moment for your own and be free. Mm -hmm. And I think for me is what I find interesting is I think we always are in these situations, you know, you know, especially in love where we, you know, create these interesting rules for ourselves, mm-hmm. create these inhibitions saying, you know, we're like, no, well, I can't do that because, you know, we're not here yet. We're not this yet. We're not, we haven't gotten to this place. And it's kind of like, so you're not going to do it? You're not going to do what you feel? Like, this is what you want. Obviously, this shit came to your mind. Yeah. It's something you want And you deserve it. You deserve, you deserve it. to do this. But the thing, and what, you know what trips me out? And one thing that I've had to, like, think and police and be mindful of and that is it's certain things that I believe and certain things I would do when it comes to dating mm-hmm. and I don't find it that big of a deal yeah 
but people do everyone else does mm -hmm. so if we kicking it, let's say we went on one, two, three dates, mm -hmm. invite you over, you, you you accept the invite, you know what I'm saying? I'm a cook. <laughs> Not because I'm trying to impress you. Because I'm hungry. Because I'm hungry and <laughs> niggas got to eat. <laughs> but a lot of people will see say that as like, oh, you really like her. You put you putting food together for her. You know what I'm saying? One thing I did in college, mm -hmm. if, we, if you know, if I'm, if I'm just to be candid and be honest. I would I wouldn't mind motherfuckers sleeping over. Yeah. I wouldn't mind sleeping over. Because to me, I just tore that ass up and I'm tired. Yeah. You just had a good time, so you tired. And also I don't feel like getting in the car and driving all the way wherever. And I think to me that is something that I think that's something that I feel like is interesting, but it's like I didn't want to hold myself back from something that I know wasn't an issue for me because I wasn't going. I wasn't going to accept anything. And if you question why I did those things or the things that I'm doing, I'll give you the real. Yeah. Like no, I, this is why I feel this way. And it's like, where did that come from in our society? Where, where did those rules come from? I always think about you know. Yeah. Like who are you to say that you can't sleep over somebody's house? You can't have a whole phase. You can't be free. Like who who started this? You know, it's just like society is following everyone else aside from following themselves. Yeah. And being who they truly are. So that's why when you hear people saying like, "Oh, I know who I am," I don't think you do because if you know who you were, you wouldn't be comparing your situations to what everybody on Instagram is saying or Twitter. I agree. I agree. I agree. Now I think you know, in this and within our you know conversation about this episode, uh, first conversation. The example I gave you that really sparked the whole thing was me speaking on how it's interesting how we grow up and how we're giving you know these certain rules mm -hmm. that we keep from our parents <laughs> and keep from our upbringing in general. Yeah. Uh, and one thing that I find very very fucking interesting and like in the conversation I was having with a whole other person, she said she finds it interesting, you know. She usually only finds it, you know, the conversation she's had with black, you know, with black women. Um, like we all have like had this interesting conversation with our moms and our fathers or whoever about sex and about the, how the talk is, if that happened at all. Yeah. Like if you if it happened, the sex talk. One thing that I realized, you know, when it came to not only myself, but other just other black people. I think it's probably different, you know, with each household and each, you know, ethnic group. But one thing I realized is either we have not had it at all mm -hmm. or the one we had either was reactive yeah. instead of proactive. You know what I'm saying? Like I gave you yeah, I gave a suggestion of uh, I, I always wanted and I would love to like just ask a lot of women like how, you know, what type of sex talk did you have? Or have you ever had one? Mm -hmm. And like for so many people I remember in the past have like the first time they ever discussed sex with their mom was when they mom caught him or when they mom asked him mm. like you you've been bringing you know you've been asking to go out you've been wanting are you <laughs> having sex are you having sex <laughs> you know what i'm saying you're getting thick out of nowhere <laughs> your hips spreading you know what i'm saying and it's like and especially if they find out and you honest and be like yeah i am whatever yeah. they be like okay so you're going on birth control Ain't yeah no question. that's it go ahead, lock that shit down. not really a discussion you know yeah. and i i don't know like I think a lot of those things mm -hmm. that happened then with, with that specific situation, of course, others that parents, teachers, mm -hmm. how do you feel about those lessons? 
like those teachings and, uh, and them placing even if they didn't follow it yeah they may not even was raised like that their mm-hmm. moms was probably you know <laughs> grandma busting it open granny you know what I'm saying <laughs> all that type of shit but they put that on us because they didn't want us yeah, they wanted us the to same. be the same or whatever whatever but also we still do mm-hmm. what the fuck we want to do so yeah. tell me what you think about that because that's a rule that I think people continuously perpetuate in their lives what their parents told them? The, the things their parents told them? Yeah. Um, with that, because I'm coming, like, I'm finding my own, and I'm not really finding myself, because I hate when people say that, like, I'm finding myself. You're embracing who you really are. So, yeah, with yeah. that, I really, I haven't listened to my mom. Mm. You know? And it's not to say I'm disrespectful or I don't respect what she says, but you have to go through life by yourself. Yeah. You have to go through your own lessons. Mm-hmm. You have to go through your own pain. Yeah, my mom warned me about the type of guy- shit that, like, you know, guys are on, the type of men that are out here, the type of men that you should look for, but I still run into those situations. Yeah. You know, she told me how college would be, how you might be late for classes, how you might fail a class. I still went my own route, you know? Yeah. So it's like my mom told me all these things, but it's like, in the end, I had to figure it out for Taylor. So in the back of my mind, I wish I would have listened, but we're human so we're gonna do what we want and what we feel is right in our heart like yeah it's in my the back of my mind and my self-conscious me i'm like okay like maybe i should listen to my mom do what my mom told me to do but i gotta figure it out myself so yeah yeah i think i think it's for me i think i was just allergic to everything about my upbringing yeah like everything about it it was something that just didn't sit well with me i didn't really understand why everybody in the small ass town was cool with standing in the small ass town yep and not embracing and like the world. and not wanting to even see the world you come back right but what like you it's sitting like, there for? Like, you ain't never you ain't never been to, you know what i'm saying to georgia <laughs> atlanta you know what i'm saying the you blackest city in you, you know what i'm saying you can count how many times you done been to memphis yeah. type shit and that shit always bothered me mm-hmm. and i've always thought the world is something i've always wanted to explore and i feel yeah. like at an early age you know the things i would gravitate to were things that were the complete opposite yeah but when you say that rodney it sparks something in me don't judge other people's inhibitions because that's their inhibitions they don't want to leave the city Same and, thing and you know what and that's some, that's a i was having a conversation with a young lady who uh, she was in, she's in grad she's actually just graduated mm-hmm. from grad school you know shout out to Maya to um, Mississippi State and like and I was saying to her like you know just talking just kind of just the same type of angst that I have about you know people who from small towns who never get away mm-hmm. and like I had, she she checked me and I was like you know what I do need to be checked yeah. in that moment because it's kind of like that is the that is the problem with a lot of the world is mm-hmm. that we push everything to be almost you know better or uh, almost you know astronomically different from where it started you know like if you're a flower you gotta bloom into this yeah. even this beautiful thing if you're an actor you gotta be Will Smith yeah. you know you gotta be Denzel you gotta be at the top of the top there is no like middle ground or what the fuck are you doing and I think there are people and there are people who can who choose to do these things mm-hmm. that love to do what they do yeah. they love that they can come home to their families they can work this job that they understand that they're good at mm-hmm. no matter no matter how unglamorous it is you know yeah it may be in manufacturing or it may be nursing or you working long hours but you go home every day and you you complete mm-hmm. it's like i can go home to my nice ass house and i'm paid for i'm debt free mm-hmm. all this shit and yeah i'm gonna plan some trips eventually but also i like just being in my yeah. damn house and i can't shade that no. because i think 
it's things that they have, it's, it's advantages to that lifestyle. It's like, okay, yeah, you might never have been to this place and been to this place and seen this thing, but you ain't got no money to death. Yep. You ain't got this going so on. You ain't stressing about this. So it's like, I've seen things, experienced things, but I'm stressing myself yep. to do certain things as well. So it's kind of like a give and take. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very interesting that we put ourselves in those situations. I always wondered, like, when it comes to just relationships, mm -hmm. I guess... Are there rules that you've made about relationships that you've like almost battled with yourself with? Like for instance, for me, mm -hmm. when it came to dating, I feel like I created a lot of boundaries. Mm -hmm. And boundaries to the point to where it seemed like I was, you know, closed off or trying to like hide something. Yeah. And it's kind of like, nah, that ain't the reason why. But then it made me, it made me self-conscious of it. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to do this with you. I don't know what it is with you. We can't be doing this, this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? We can't really not come free. out like this. And so it's kind of like I'm putting this structure on a thing that should just be just something. It, it, we're, we ain't, we just dating. But I'm putting structure on a thing that should not have structure at all. Because it's, it's, it's something that's easily broken. It's not even connected. Yep. It's you and me deciding to come together. It's not you and me are in a relationship and we're kind of already made the commitment. Mm -hmm. It's like, when I text you, you text me back, oh damn, <laughs> you didn't have to. But you did. But you did, <laughs> goddamn, and I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? But I think I noticed that about myself and I didn't like that. Yeah. Once I like realized, like I had to sit there and think about, you know, just the choices I was making. I'm just like, why the fuck am I creating these silly ass rules? Can you think of an example with yourself where you create this rule for yourself, especially with love and relationships? where you, it's, it's battle with you, like you've like fought against it, or you've, it, as you've grown, mm -hmm. it's something that you don't want to keep following. I, I battle with myself every minute of the day, Rodney, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm an overthinker, so me, of course my answer is going to be everything in a relationship, but I will honestly say what I've learned from being in a relationship, you just have to love yourself first. Mm -hmm. You have to know yourself first, mm -hmm. because I don't want to go through a relationship figuring myself out in a relationship like you said you figuring out what you don't need to do things you don't need to say mm -hmm. i should already in my personal opinion i shouldn't have to you know i should already know who i am mm -hmm. know what my triggers are yep so in a relationship what is something that i noticed i think it would be the overthinking part mm -hmm. it would be situations where the nigga could be literally sitting at his mom's house, sleep, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "You at the club? Like, I think you're at the club. Like, making up this elaborate yeah, ass story yeah, yeah. in my head because I'm such an overthinker. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, he's cheating on me because it goes again. This is tying back mm -hmm. to my self conscious. Mm -hmm. My mom was cheated on. Mm -hmm. My family, my aunts, my cousins, mm -hmm. and so I'm just thinking like, wow, society, Instagram, like you seeing all these things. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. men aren't shit. I personally think there are great men out here, but. Mm -hmm. You just seeing what society is around you and I'm like, damn, like maybe he really is doing something when in reality you just have to stop worrying and stop overthinking. So mm -hmm. that's something that I notice when dating and in a relationship. I just yeah. don't allow things to just happen. I always want to plan or I always want to assume and jump the gun. Yeah. You know, so and I think for that one specifically, mm -hmm. I think it's interesting because I think a lot of people have that uh Similarity. Mm -hmm. they, 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 a lot of people share I'm that just same the first trait. To admit it, you know, the same trait where it's like, you know what, this shit to be fucking me up. And, yeah. and I know for me, I remember there's been moments where I've been in, you know, relationships, and I've noticed like, 
oh, so you you think I'm them niggas, huh? Yeah. Or the dude who did fuck you mm-hmm. up, who was, who said he did this. And y'all judge us and for that. Yes, Man. we will. We will. And for me, in that moment, instead of, you know, jumping down our throat about it, mm-hmm. and I think that's, it always trips me out. I think the method of me, when, I, when it comes to somebody who's upset, I always give them this energy where it's kind of like, and they, I just kind of give them this energy where it's like, I just don't react. Yeah. And then they immediately kind of like, damn, you're not even mad. You're nonchalant. And then I tell them why. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and, I, and in that moment, I told her, I'm like, look, I'm not, I'm not none of the dudes who did whatever yeah. to you. I'm not gonna allow you to treat me like I'm none of the dudes who did that to yeah. you because I ain't give you a reason, a reason yet to to place this on me. Yeah. Now, if I had a track record, if I've done all these things, yeah. if I've made you feel, you know, if I create created this insecurity within you, it. I can I can understand. Mm-hmm. You you deserve to nag at my ass every fucking day if I don't tell you these certain things yeah. because it's kind of like what why 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 shouldn't I tell you these yeah. certain things? So what I did was. She, I, it ain't like I explained to her this is what I was going to do, but I created this sense of security by just letting her know, like, hey, you know, I'm going to go do this, this, and the third. You yeah. need someone like you, you know. Simple whatever, communication. Whatever. So it's kind of like, so I'm telling you where I am. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you who I'm going to be with. And I'm asking, you know, I'm asking, do you need anything when I'm on the way? So it already puts a in your head. Bingo. I'm going to be home by yeah. a certain time. She's going to be closed. And you're coming home. And I'm coming home. Yeah. So That's it's kind cool. of like consistently doing that. It always places in the mind, and at first it was a, it was a thing. Mm-hmm. But after a while, like she couldn't sleep until I came home. Same, literally. Then after a while, once I started doing that, make I'm, it a habit. I'm coming home. She already in the bed. Yeah, and comfortable, and you comfortable because some you people know? take that as being controlling Rodney, a woman, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. doing that and checking in and tell her where you are. Like, no, it's basic communication. Yeah, and it makes somebody feel good. We yeah. living in a world where we don't know if our black men are coming home. Mm-hmm. Just. A simple hello, I'll be home later, I'm gonna go out to the club, whatever your boat may be floated, but just basic communication, that's all it is. Yeah, it is not hard. And that's why it's I didn't not. that's why I didn't I know a lot of men who sit there and say like, man, she be trying to check up on a nigga. I'm like, no. bro, it's a simple text. We really are worried. Like I don't want you to be in jail. I don't want somebody to shoot you. It's a simple text. Yeah, it's communication. Like you you got your phone in your hand. We think you done snap you done snap at like thirty two snaps. And her mind is racing, so just easy. Just that's it, easy. Just let let it be known, like the relationship should be free and a peace of mind. That's what I always say. You shouldn't it. have to worry. You shouldn't have to stress. Like just yeah, it's just a balance. Easy. It's a balance. It's a balance. Text me, hey, I'm on the way home. Whatever you know, what I'm saying. Don't it's make it harder than what it has to be. But we do. We get we get in our own way, and we we create these rules for ourselves. And I I find the shit. Baffling sometimes. It's stressful too. It's stressful. It's stressful as hell. It's very stressful. It's stressful as hell. Because all of these are still inhibitions. The relationship, uh, like we just holding ourselves back from the greatness that we can really achieve. Yes, and 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 one of the biggest, I think, one of the biggest sins we have for mm-hmm. ourselves is you know, the things that stifle our own growth. Mm-hmm. It's because you know I've, I've I've done episodes about you know the comfort zone and trusting in yourself and stepping out and all these different things but I think the reason why I wanted to really focus in and speak about this is because I wanted people to truly look at themselves mm-hmm. have a name for this shit that's holding you back yeah. and holding you back for whatever reason yep. you know and you have to be honest with yourself and I think it's when you do that thing called loving yourself mm-hmm. you look at the mirror and you see you and you see things that you do not like that a lot of people just look over dig deep you gotta look at that mm-hmm. Decide 
you know what, I don't fuck with this right here. I'm gonna change it. But now I gotta do something about it. Because you can't ignore it. You can't just let it be. Because if you let it be, Mm -hmm. every time you have an issue, you have a problem with yourself, or you hold yourself back from something, you already know what it is. Mm -hmm. So you can't be somewhere being like, dang, God, why? I know. Exactly. <laughs> Dang, I'm right back where I, man, I'm, I know why. Yeah. I'm right back where I started. Or I'm right with another person that's like, well, I did. I dated you. about two, three months. Like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, you know this. Mm-hmm. We And I, I always love quotes and, you know, and sayings that, you know, say like, you already are everything you require. You know, you already have everything you require. You already who you are. And you just literally just showing that to the world. Yeah, embracing you know? it. And embracing it. You know, mm-hmm. you can't live up to what everyone everyone else wants you to be you got to live up to what you know you're meant to be when you've already been shown that you should be and i think that's a big part when it comes to just inhibitions is we are taking on the 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 passions and if you believe in fate and just your your destiny and all those types Mm -hmm. of things you already see these things you already get glimpse of what you are and who you are but then we take the world in you have the the account in the world and we try to make that make sense we try to compute ourselves making it yep and we say but damn that shit though yeah. and it ends up being this very practical you know not of just bullshit sometimes that kind of just entangles us to be hesitant yep. it, 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 if it, and it, what's crazy is what i hear so many people who have made that big step and made that big move to do the thing they've been waiting to do they sit there and say like I could have did this shit like three four years ago once I once I did it and seen because it's like the the skills that I'm using right now to do whatever I'm doing right now I had them skills two three four years and what ago. was holding you back in what the fuck was holding me back then Inhibition. you know what I'm saying and fear and like for me even with this show mm-hmm. one thing I won't even say it was a yes I will say it was a inhibition because I think for me I was directing my energy for every everyone else but me and it was kind of like because I placed on myself that I'm not this person who should be in the center (laughs) shouldn't be the star shouldn't be the whatever I thought I was like almost created and made to be just the best kind of like best supporting actor type shit and that shit and I think I was comfortable with that Mm -hmm. content with that even because I know I did that shit well but what fucked me up and what disproved this mm-hmm. was because people kept challenging that to me, saying like, "Roddy, like you the one who do this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. You did this, that." And I'm like, oh, "Right, let me step out a little further." I, mean, I was like, "I'm <laughs> tripping," and but like just me doing this show, I could have easily did the show while I was in school. Yeah, easily. The only difference between me now and me then was the fact that I'm older. Yep. A lot of the thoughts that I have, I've had years ago. A lot of the things that, you know, experiences and things I could talk on, I could have talked on then. Luckily, I, you know, was involved enough to do events and be able to say shit to people, yeah. but I, I could have wrapped this shit up into a beautiful yeah. thing. I could have been about four, five years, six years deep. See those inhibitions. You feel me? So Holding I feel like that is what we need to do. And we gotta do that and so like last just parting words and now I'm gonna get my little simple action I want everybody to you know jot down and make sure they follow I wanna know like now us having this conversation I guess how would you approach life when it comes to just the inhibitions that you know you have that you're still working on and the ones that you are still discovering 
No, just having this conversation, Rodney, honestly, it's been an inspiration because, like you said, you were always playing that the supporting actor for yep. everybody. And that's how I feel. Like, I feel like I want to motivate everybody. I yep. want to push everybody to be their best self. But what am I doing for Taylor yep. to push Taylor to be the best you? You yep. know what I'm saying? So I would say just leaving from this podcast, just do you for you. Yep. Don't do it for Instagram. Don't do it for Twitter. Don't do it for social media, your parents. Like, do you for you yep. and truly embrace who you are. Embrace your flaws and realize that everything is in your mental. It's a mindset. Mm -hmm. So all these inhibitions, like I said, it's not really real. We just give our energy to these things. Yep. So it's like all in your mindset and just training those habits. So make it a habit to push yourself further, to go for that podcast, to do something that you really have been wanting to do, but your inhibitions are keeping you from doing that. So yes. Yes. that's what I would say. Just go for it. Go for it. And be amazing because you just don't know what is behind those doors that you're pacing back and forth deciding if you're gonna go through yeah step put that toe in and then put the whole foot in and yeah. then just slide all the you're way gonna up see, in it's gonna be real lit once you walk through so have everything you need up in there mm -hmm. um my simple action for this week uh is one where i want everyone you know i i really like i write a lot um things that i share things i don't share at all because i feel like there's certain things that you just got to get out physically either by saying it out loud to yourself or just seeing it in front of you mm -hmm. because then you you've made it real yeah. you made it tangible you see these things in front of you you know um and what i want people to do is to write down the list of goals that you've had you know for the past you know few years things that you know either have happened haven't happened and i want you to write down another list right next to that of you know why that has not happened yet, what held it up from happening up until now, I want you to put a goal and an inhibition right next to it. It's kind of like, this is why it's still a goal and hasn't been achieved, and these were the goals I've had that took me so long to achieve. I want you to do both. And just keep that for yourself. I'm gonna do it too. And I'll let you know how it goes for me too. But I think, you know, the rules we create I think we put on ourselves so deeply as if they're permanent, as if we were making these things and you know, we just drawing all this shit in Sharpie. When in actuality, when it comes to life, there are things that yes are permanent, but there's nothing that's gonna sustain you to the point to where you're gonna you can't come back from it. Like it's it's that's not how it works. It's just it's just not how it like anyone can come back from anything. And if you think that this is your lowest point and you can't shake this, trust me. You can because because no matter what you believe in God universe Buddha whoever they never put nothing on you that you can't handle mm -hmm. and even when you sit there and think like this is too much believe in the strength that they believe that you have to put that shit on you to allow that shit to all fall onto your lap so we got to believe in ourselves and the dreams that we have let's stop being so afraid of them it can't they came to us in the way they came to us because we gotta see about it we gotta see what it is. Because that first dream may not even be the end goal. It may be like, I needed to go and do this and now I'm meeting this person who got me going a whole nother way. But a long time ago, I thought about doing that thing, but now I just gave it up and now I'm doing it. <laughs> and here you are, doing the thing that you've always wanted to do and it's just, it's beautiful. And you're gonna love yourself even more and you're gonna be able to show and share and give all of that off. And I want you to know 
that it's because you let go of all those inhibitions and let go of what was keeping you back and what was restraining you from your own growth and from those choices. I'm just saying you heard it here. But no, tell, tell everybody where they can follow you and, you know, keep up with you and do all the, you know, follow the great Taylor Crenshaw. Yes, you guys can follow me on Instagram. I think that's the only, yeah, that's the only um, platform that I have. Oh, yeah, Tay Crenshaw. It's going to be T-A-Y and then Crenshaw, like the street in California. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just, I love to talk to people. I love to have these conversations. Like um, Rodney mentioned, I have a daily motivation group. I have one for all women, which is called Sister Circle. And I just, I want to bring these more topic conversations to real life you yes. know Stretch and I are doing a brunch or planning to do a brunch where we just have these conversations over mimosas mm-hmm. and some good food and just not be so surface level like mm-hmm. dig deep I don't want to just talk about what's going on with Kanye West and Kim like I want to talk about <laughs> what's going on in the black community how we can help our youth and you know yeah. just uplift our community yeah yeah yeah. beautiful things beautiful things happening everywhere I love you Taylor I love you more and I'm so glad you came I'm so glad you gave me your time thank you this, for having me this all happened in the way needed to happen mm-hmm. us being here you being free me being free mm-hmm. it's just it's a vibe and i'm so glad you're here and so glad y'all are listening to this whole thing if you don't know now you know you can listen to the simply king podcast everywhere podcasts are available uh spotify is a trip by the way you know what i'm saying that shit's not easy i know i said that on several podcasts but i'm gonna keep updating y'all it is not easy because i know all y'all got that on y'all phone i'm trying to get everywhere y'all are understand but you can subscribe and make sure you don't miss anything on the itunes podcast app on soundcloud on google play on TuneIn radio and also i'm a part of the podcast and color directory um as well as i'm part of a collection a collective of creatives in chicago called the second wind collective shout out to my man dan and um Follow me everywhere at Kings underscore memoirs on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow also my Instagram page for the podcast at Simply King Pod. Follow, like, understand what's going on. Get involved and continue the conversations. I love y'all. You just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans Simply Being Humans. This is Simply King. I'm Rodney Perry. Love y'all.